what's up everybody this is fong tran welcome back to the podcast i have my really good friend here uh adam reed uh, hello hello friends hello yes, community yes, yeah just uh he's one of my really really good friends he's a really interesting dude and i think you guys are gonna find out why i think that yeah he had something to say about how he uh, grew up or something what were you saying <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So I kind of wanted to take you back. I think the year was 1998. I believe I was only two at the time. Okay. Or four at the time, rather. Four. <laughs> well, this dad explains why I can't do math. At some point between those two years, I was dropped as a child. It was actually in the in the hallways of the elementary school that I would soon roam the halls myself. Oh, my God. Uh, this is a true story. And who, who, true story. Who, who, who did this? Well, uh, it, was, it was my uncle. Yeah. He wasn't like my blood uncle. Yeah. Now, mind you, blood was spilled, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, was like a family friend. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think that my mom still has like the baby cap that I was wearing at the time. It's got the blood stains and all. Jeez. Um, so have, I guess like, a piece the... of your skull on it. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I actually felt like I fell out. Like I started panicking. I was like freaking out. I was just having a panic attack or whatever. Um, I fell out of my uncle's arms and as I was falling, I smashed my head off of the, the water fountain. And this is um this is like when they were stainless steel um, back in the day. You know, the ones that you'd be able to like step your foot on, you know, when you push your foot on the ones to sort of oh, activate yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I smashed my head right off the side of that. And uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> so like when that happened, did you cry or like anything or what? No, I was far too young to remember that, man. I, I was told that that had happened to me and that that's the reason why I am the, the person I am today. So, or that's <laughs> oh, one, of the, one of the many reasons. That, that can't be. That, yeah. can't be. <laughs> that can't be right. Yeah, so I just wanted to share your story today on on the video because like, you're like one of the really most interesting people that I know. Yeah. Uh, well, what is it specifically that you're kind of interested in? I mean, I mean, like, so I want to go through like how I met you. Like I met you in like high school, right? Yeah. I met you in high school. Yeah. I think I met you through Jesse. Was it right? Probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. It was, it was around. I think it was the same year that we were actually in the same drama class. I think it was grade 11, though. We kind of started oh, like. Oh, yeah. Drama class. Yeah. We had drama class together. I think that's sort of how we kind of got immersed in each other's lives. I always saw you. I was like, damn, man, this guy's so cool. I remember we went went back to, to your crib one time. Um, you know, and you had you had your group, you had your cool people. You know, they were friends outside of the the Vanier crew. So I was like, oh man, this guy, this guy fucks. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. I remember you know heading over to, to that place, and uh, you know, a lot lots of weed was smoked and stuff like that. And <laughs> I think I too much depressed. weed, too was... much weed, probably equivalent to being like dropped on the head, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it definitely thumped. It definitely thumped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's so. I, I mean, I got introduced to you through through Jesse for sure. Um, I always thought you were really cool. I mostly because I didn't know much about you. Um, and then when I you know, figured out that I wasn't that cool, you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I. Well, I was, yeah, Jesse, Jesse, what do you see in this guy? I don't, I don't. <laughs> I try to give him a shot, man. I. Just, no, you're always cool. Um, yeah, I just wish we knew and know each other like a little bit sooner. But I'm glad that we were able to hang out the the moments that we did. Uh, and I'm glad that we we're able to reconnect again, though, because. Uh, you yeah, know, obviously, sure. as time goes on, we're all kind of like much older. I know you're busy going to school. Yeah, for it's sure. Nice. Because like, you know, like at one point, I think we all kind of stopped talking to each other. Shit happened, you know, and then, yeah, yeah. connected. So that's kind of like the story I want to tell. Like, um, yeah, I mean, like, so you're you're one of the most interesting guys that I know because of the things that you've been through and like where you are now. And it's like, I always, I always, I always see you and I'm just like, you 
have you've gone through so much bro and it's just <laughs> i don't even i can't even comprehend how you did something like that you know it's like i would the things that you've been through i would have never been able to do what you did well yeah i appreciate that that's very humbling um and and it's very kind it's 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 it is really nice to be able to hear that it makes me feel like it gives gives it another sort of level of of purpose you know i don't necessarily believe that everything sort of happens for a reason i do believe that everything is connected um and it's part of a bigger picture that i don't necessarily believe that we have have the right to understand um but i do still see value in in other people recognizing the and and appreciating the story um and it's it, it feels nice to hear that so thank you um yeah man i i will say that um i going through the things that i had um you know i i'm sure like a lot of people can look at me and give me a lot of credit and have a lot of um appreciation and i'm sure some people like might see me as as a role model for certain aspects of going through that um and sort of respect me for that but i i got to say that it was wasn't um it's not on me uh, i would say like <laughs> it would have been impossible to get through the stuff that i had um if it weren't for my family and for my friends and to the the perseverance of people just wanting to do better um i will say i that if it weren't for the constant support and admiration and love that i that was cultivated between Rochelle and myself um and the love that she had initially created i don't think that it, we would have been able to get where we are today if it weren't for that type of love i feel like if this happened to well actually i don't want to say that because i feel like that's just kind of cruel but this happened to one of the most um so i'm just trying to find the right words for this yeah. um the support and 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 love that i that i received in during the grieving moments had initially were was given to my friends and family obviously but i don't think it would have been there if it weren't for the fact that people also had that same love for Rochelle and i know that that love and and passion and um appreciation for life was cultivated by her she was living embodiment of that essence and i think that her love and effort was um shown more after her passing because it was just it was it was fluid it was something that people would like you know yeah. eat sleep and breathe um yeah, it was yeah, flowed through yeah. everybody i think yeah and and i don't think that if you know if this happened to somebody else and there was somebody else who passed i don't necessarily know if i would have the same sort of recovery because i don't think that love and compassion would necessarily be there i mean um you know i'm just very thankful that i had the people that i had to um growing up and with my friends and my family to help guide me there um because here i am today you know and um i definitely don't have everything figured out but i'm i'm in a in a much better place than i was um and um i can confidently say that i like who i am yeah thank you yeah my pleasure well and honestly like um after everything I still I still like um I seen that you've gone through some changes but you are also the same person that you were before and it's like wow you know <laughs> I I, yeah. I just I just have this admir I have this admiration for you and it's like you know like I see you as this person well, that I do look up to and like yeah no I appreciate that honestly 
Yeah, you know, there's been definitely some changes along the road. I think that, you know, a lot of things that I'm going to say that they're coming out now, there's our thoughts and things that I've sort of experienced within the first couple of years of our passing, you know. Now we're almost at the third year mark. You know, the last couple of years have been uh, pretty, pretty wild because, you know, I've immersed myself now. I was um, with my current girlfriend and, uh, yeah. yeah, I got to say that the, the getting, falling in love again and being able to find that has been uh, one hell of a journey and a learning experience. And it's not even just because I'm trying to learn how to fall in love again, but as time goes on, like when people pass and or you, you have tragedy in your life, Yes, you have to deal with that, but you also have to deal with the regular adversities of your day-to-day -day life. For like sure, time doesn't sure. stop because of this stuff, right? And me getting back, look, getting back into into love and finding it, finding it again has been um, one hell of a ride. Because yeah, for sure. you know it, it is finding love again, but it's also you know getting back into a, a new relationship. You know, and and it's not just like you're finding love and replacing the love that you lost once, you know, it's 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 an entirely new adventure. Um, and you have to be open to understanding that, you know, yeah, you know, this situation is tra this tragedy that happened, but at this point in time, like you can't use that as an excuse for all your problems, you know? It's it's definitely been um, a, a challenge in, in many fronts, um, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy with, uh, with the love of my life. And um, I know that we're working together for a common goal. And uh, um, I'm really excited to, to see what, what has got in store for us. We've got a plan and we're really you know, pushing forward for it. Um, and yeah, it's quite, quite been the journey. Wow. Um, so my girlfriend, her name is Cynthia. Yes, Hi, Cynthia, Cynthia, if you're listening to this. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. How are you doing? <laughs> also, shout out to her family. We love you. Congratulations on the new puppy. Um, but yes, yeah, so my girlfriend, her name is Cynthia. Yes. Um, we met in 2018 of November. Um, this was at IQ, my previous workplace. The one place where I uh, pretty much invested almost all my time in, career-wise. Also, shouts out to all of IQ. Um, but we met there. She was on a work visa. She had just moved to Canada on a one-year one work visa. Um, she had just moved from uh, Slovenia, which is her home country. And she had applied to IQ online. Actually, funny story. My manager at the time, um, well, one of the managers, co-manager, he told me that I had to uh, onboard somebody that was coming in. And in the, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll just, you know, I'll train them or whatever. I'll give them the runaround. And he's, he said that, yeah, his name is Sintija. I think he's Indian or something. Um, just look like, look out for that. Yeah, and then Cynthia comes up and she says, hi, I'm looking for Adam. And you have to understand, like, she's beautiful, okay? She is like smoking hot, okay? And she comes up to me. And she says, hi, I'm looking for Adam. I'm like, like, damn oh right you're God. looking for Adam. <laughs> no, but uh, I said, oh, okay, so you're you're Cynthia. Oh, okay, because that's how you spell it. Um, anyway, uh, what is, so that what's was IQ? <laughs> They're a health food restaurant. They're a faster health food restaurant, um, all within uh, the GTA. Oh, I um, think I've seen Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a really, really awesome restaurant because they're sustainably sourced. So they source most of all the, the products from local farms. Honestly, some wicked ingredients, some great crossovers, um, collaborations across the city. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so IQ was a pretty awesome restaurant. Spent most of my time there. Um, was managing for basically about like three years. I started there as a, as a bus busser. Um, you still yeah, there? So You're still there now? Or? 
No, no, I'm not. Uh, I actually had uh, left after uh, about a year after Rochelle's passing. Um, I took some time off when it happened. And then when I went back, I was there for about a year. And then I met Cynthia. One thing led to another. We started hanging out. Well, I actually invited her over for Christmas along with one of my other coworkers. That's how things started, started to like really um, pick up in pace because uh, well, I knew she had been on a work visa and she didn't really have any you know friends or family. And same for my other coworker. You know, I figured this might be a good way for them to sort of have somebody to hang out with on Christmas. You know. Uh, Hopefully, this Christmas yeah. is not going to be like you know garbage. Oh man, yo, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like fingers crossed that I can still enter the borders of Slovenia because I'm oh, so yeah. stoked for Christmas in Europe. European Christmas Europe. is gonna slap differently. How long are you gonna be there? Yeah, I'm gonna be there from uh, the mid-November to like uh, early January. It's also gonna be the first New Year's that Cynthia and I ever got to spend together. And we've sort of been, you know, together for the last couple of years. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, I actually want to get out of this year. Like this year has just been atrocious. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, like, and I apologies in advance because, you know, I'm actually gonna be headed into 2021 about six hours ahead of you guys. So, oh, no. so you guys, see you later, suckers. Are you, are you gonna wish us a happy New Year's from there or what? Yeah, you guys can expect the call around 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like that's one of the things i wanted to ask you like you've been traveling a lot like where have you where have you been and how did you get to all these places and why did you choose the places you've gone to all i see is mountains everywhere I, like i said i i, I kind of uh, interrupted my story about iq and put in cynthia there because honestly it was basically all her um after i invited her over for christmas we started really hit it off started seeing each other and one thing led to another and um, I mean, she had this really terrible landlord that she had been living with at the time. He would show up in the middle of the night unannounced. He, he had weird rules where people, certain people weren't allowed over. Anyway, her lease was going to expire. And I said, hey, you know what? Like, I could, you know, use a cut in my rent. We're having a good time. So I asked her to move in. So we were living together for basically about three months. She knew that she, her visa was going to expire and she had about half a year left to experience Canada. And, you know, Winter in Toronto isn't necessarily the best. Oh, it <laughs> um, I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm talking I mean, now. Listen, and I'm gonna regret what I, I said. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. regret what I said in a month. Yeah. You better like hide your address or whatever, bro. People are coming after you. <laughs> uh, she wanted to experience the nicer parts of Canada, and she had heard from a friend that there was opportunity out west. One of her coworkers at the cafe that she was working at at the time uh, had uh, suggested moving to uh, Lake Louise or the Banff region because there's lots of uh, ski hills or seasonal contract work out there. She wanted to tell me uh, that she had been thinking about moving to Lake Louise, and as soon as she told me that, my eyes kind of just lit up, and that's when I sort of asked myself, I'm like, I don't think I need to work where I work anymore. I don't think I need to be in this city anymore. I think it's time to get the fuck out. <laughs> hey, yeah. Lake Louise, yeah, let's do it. And um, I kind of invited myself. <laughs> I, I could tell she was trying to ask me if I wanted to come, but she didn't necessarily feel comfortable asking me to go, you know? We started applying and we got the job basically a week later. We were given 10 days notice to pack up all of our stuff and move out. Um, wow. So I kind of left my workplace on a dime I had to give up my apartment that I'd been living at for about three years up, which was heartbreaking because that was a, truly a gem. <laughs> we had almost like no time to settle our stuff. I even got my driver's license one day before my flight out west. I was kind of banking on passing that test. <laughs> 
we did because <laughs> yeah. I want to put a damper on things but uh, yeah it was, it was it was quite a tight schedule uh, we both get the job we're working at the uh, Lake Louise ski resort uh, we were living on residence at the time it's kind of like uh, Is it all like included a, and everything like everything's included in the pay yeah 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 so they basically take out um, your rent and all of like the living uh, fees um, accommodation fees rather out of your paycheck and yeah you basically live there all you had to really do is just get there and everything else was sort of settled now living there is different though it's not necessarily like the nicest of places in terms of the uh, living quarters it's kind of like a beaten down like college dormitory i mean the people there are just wild yeah. how, many <laughs> yeah, people, how many people are living in that and working well like that? I don't, well, working for the ski hill, I don't know, probably like an upwards of like 500, something oh, like wow. that. Was, I think last year was rated number one in ski hill in North America. So you guys did a lot um, of skiing then? Well, we were there just for the winter, or summer rather. So for oh. the summer, there there is no skiing. Um, uh, but we did a lot of hiking, which is what you can do during the summers. And Cynthia, here's the thing about Cynthia, is she's, she's an avid traveler. She's traveled quite a bit herself. She spent... Yeah, two years consecutively in the States, um, living in Lake Tahoe on a work visa as well, which is uh, apparently it's one of her like favorite places in, in the entire world. It's like, it, it's it's truly beautiful there. Um, uh, she's traveled there. I mean, she's from Europe, so she's traveled kind of all over Europe. Uh, that's what you do, you know, when your family's yeah. go on vacation. You drive eight hours and you're in Germany, you know, sure, just, yeah. just ca and casually. Just go around everywhere and it's just so yeah. easy, yeah. She's been to other parts of Asia as well. I mean, she's been all over. She loves traveling and, and being able to be exposed to that. Um, I finally got a taste of it and I realized that this is something that I really enjoy. Flash forward to uh, um, the end of the summer, we've basically worked our butts off and we've saved some money. So we uh, finished the contract work. We were out of uh, Lake Louise bound around October. Uh, that's where we drove to BC and Vancouver. On our way there, we uh, hit up a wolf conservatory, which a is some of the cool. Yeah, like yeah, like that was wolves and like feeding them. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. No like the, you, can, you can pay extra to go on like walks with wolves, like private walks or whatever. Um, but it, but uh, yeah, it's cool. Like you get to see like the actual wolf pack. Uh, I learned so much about wolves and like their importance in our ecosystem and. And um, I mean, it was so, so cool. I mean, wolves are just some of the most majestic beings you'll, you'll yeah, ever see. Sure. When they when they walk, they basically like gracefully float. But yeah, we made our way through to BC. We hit up a few wineries, which is really cool. We were in Vancouver for a little bit. We had uh, already booked flights at that point to Hawaii. We both wanted to go to Hawaii because Jeez. Cynthia has oh, look, actually been there herself. Hey, I know Hawaii, hello, aloha. You seen that? I see it, yeah. Is that from Oahu? This is from Aloha no. State. Aloha State. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I, I love Hawaii, man. Hawaii's actually paradise, though. It's actually like heaven on earth. There's, I've, there's I've no never, better. Than I've never been there, actually. This is a gift from someone that went to Hawaii. I would love to go to Hawaii. It looks so nice. What's oh, your, yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite um, island in, in Hawaii? Uh, I would say Kauai. We spent the entire week on Kauai living out of a... Uh, a modified uh, trailer or a modified pickup truck and the thing is I actually got it off Air Airbnb so that was interesting um, no I wouldn't I, didn't even, I, wouldn't, I didn't even know you could find those on Airbnb again I would I would not recommend renting any vehicles on Airbnb because I don't think they have necessarily like the like restrictions the, or whatever the restrictions or legal rights that like if there's any issues with the vehicle I don't think you're protected insurance wise so it was interesting living out of that because I hadn't really done like that before and it wasn't like I mean, it wasn't I mean, it's just a week it can't be that bad right 
Yeah, well, <laughs> when you're hiking every single morning and you're leaving around four in the morning to do like two two thousand meter climbs above sea level, and oh my you know all you want to do is just get in a nice hot shower and not inside some sweaty, stinky van. You know. Well, how did you guys shower? Um, well, all the campgrounds um, have uh, public showers, public washrooms. Yeah, I gotta say, if you're homeless, Hawaii's not so bad. Aside from the like wild chicken that roam, and I mean like there is just so like, like free food anyways, right? For the there, yeah, and there's no laws protecting the chicken. You could kill as many chickens as you like. You, you it's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think my favorite moment, well, one of my favorite moments was when we did the the stairway to heaven walk. This was um, a stair, well, a set of stairs that were built again in World War. I think it was World War II. This one, a set of stairs that w climbed. I think. Well, maybe 800 meters, I think. Um, 800 in, meters. That's pretty tall, in man. In elevation, much, I think so. How much is a CN Tower in feet? Isn't it like 300 feet or something, or 300 meters? 553 meters. That's it? Yeah. Okay, that's so easy. That's it. You guys <laughs> basically climb the Burj Khalifa, which is 828 meters. Oh, we've done we've done that like three times. So yeah, when we were, when I went to go visit her family and uh, went to go visit her rather um, and her family. Um, this summer, um, we did this one hike that was, I think that overall it says there and back, it's supposed to be like an eight hour hike, but one way, one way it's supposed to be like three and a half hours, I think. Total elevation, I think where, where we were at was like 2,800, maybe 3,000. 3,000 Pretty meters. crazy. 3,000, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you need to like record all this stuff and like post it up, man. Yeah, man. I mean. I, we record like we record the journey like I've got it all on my Instagram. I got the photo of us like at the top, you know. Yeah, but you the need Julian to Alps. the entire thing, you know. And, yeah, uh, well, conversations, all that little things like, oh, look at that, you know, look at this. There's a, like a frog or something, you know. It's like, yeah, you don't get the yeah, you I mean, get the small moments. Like those are the, you know. Well, here's the thing. I have no problem recording it. I've got so much document documented stuff um i just have no video editing skills and i don't have it in me to go through all of it like in the digital realm when it comes to going through like footage and videos i am terrible at it i just i can't i can't weed anything else out like it, all of it's good you're just like i want to keep everything yeah exactly yeah um and even, terrible. it takes a long time and you know most people don't want to do it like there's nothing more that I want than to show people like how cool and of an experience it is to be able to just walk up a fucking mountain. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like, just all, be able just to like, all traveling and hiking and all that stuff, just like the beautiful yeah. views and everything. And just being like yeah. in some small part of the forest where it's like just so beautiful and like so the, the serenity of the environment. And if you could just capture that on camera, it would be so you know. Like, that oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing's nicer, man. You know, you don't. You're you're out immersed in the wilderness and the, the most beautiful parts of our of our planet and and you don't really notice when you're there. You're kind of just walking through and you're like, oh, and then you just at one like a, for a slight second you'll be like, yo, I'm in like the fucking nicest part of the earth right now, probably. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm in the Alps right now. Like the air should be thinner. There, the air's thinner here. Like how did this? But um. Yeah, man, like Hawaii was beautiful. Um, we specifically wanted to do the trip or we planned it out that we would have the last week in the camper because um, we rented the camper knowing that Kauai, the island itself, is more of like the countryside of the Hawaiian islands, you know. Uh, but we specifically did that on the last part of our trip because we were going to be spending uh, like a three-day layover in New York, which would be the first time I that I had gone to New York. Again, Cynthia had already been there herself. JFK Airport? Uh, yes, and then I left from LaGuardia. When I went to JFK Airport, 
and I landed, and I'm in there for like the layover, and you see all those cops with the like the fucking rifles and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on in here? I feel the like I'm being thing- like terrorized or something. I'm being, I'm like scared, yo. Yeah, we all played like more than enough Call of Duty to know that <laughs> officers with fucking M16s at an airport can yeah. only end badly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm actually scared walking through, and then like you're in Toronto, you're just walking through the airport, like you're just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Toronto airport, honestly, when I land and I'm walking through the like, Toronto airport, I walk and I strut like I own that bitch, man. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, yo, I'm, I'm on a, fl- I'm gonna go on a flight, or you just landed, you're like, I'm ready to go yeah. back to town or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, land yeah. in JFK yo. and you're just like. <laughs> you're like... <laughs> it's like shut my mouth. Exactly. No officer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we spent three days in New York. Yeah. And then, um, and that was our layover because at that point in time, Cynthia's visa had expired and it was time to say goodbye. My initial sort of plan uh, or my suggestion uh, to her um, was back actually at Lake Louise before, just before we took our vacation. You know, we knew that our time was going to sort of come to an end. I had said that I decided that I didn't necessarily want it to end and I wanted to take things like another step further and I wanted to prove that to her. So uh, I told her that, you know, I'll be coming home with her. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll, I'll come home you. with you I'll, to Slovenia. I'll see you soon, I'll see you soon right? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I'll talk, talk to you soon. Yeah, no, but I, I said that, you know, when, when she leaves, like, I'll, I'll come home with her. I'll go, I'll go fly out to Slovenia and uh, I'll meet the family, you know? I want to I wanna get immersed because she had been exposed to my family and my life, you know? She moved in and it was happening all very fast for her. And I wanted to be able to, like, immerse myself in her family and their experiences. So um, that's what I suggested. But we also wanted to be smart about it financially. So the plan was for me to... Uh, go visit her later um, in uh, February after we'd saved up some money. Are you talking um, about like, we last year or this year? This is last year. This oh, is last year. The plan was to visit her in February of, um, to visit her in February this year, um, but we made the plan last year rather. Wait, didn't um, you just go to Slovenia? Like, didn't you just go yeah. to Slovenia? Like, right I went back, yeah, I something. went to Slovenia. Yeah, there was, yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, I was in Slovenia at the time. Uh, uh, I, I went that to go visit her year. again. Yeah, that, that was. This yeah, year. that was like a few months ago. Yeah, that's my. That was my second time no, going. Was that? Was that this year? Yeah, bro, that was this year. Remember, we were at the beach. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be leaving soon." Dude, that felt like so long ago. Did it actually? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So yeah, yeah, it was. It was a while ago. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking cold out now, so it must have been a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah. So you're going. You went almost twice this year. Yeah, I went twice this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it's important. The long distance relationship is, is really hard to, to handle. You know, I let things get the best of me in the earlier on this, this winter, you know, back in January and stuff. You know, I, I realized that there's good things in your life and that, you know, you are entitled to them, you know, as long as you push forward and you, you do good, you'll receive good. And, you know, you are entitled, you are allowed to receive the the, the good that you give, right? I just don't like that word, you know? I just, <laughs> entitled? <laughs> this word yeah, entitled nowadays, just everyone just doesn't like that word anymore. Well, yeah, you know, you just got to be careful. Um, but no, but it's true. Like, you know, I, I realized that there was good in my life and, and I didn't have to push it away. You know, again, I finished working at IQ for that was basically my career and I was looking for something else. I was ready for change. It was time to, to move on and grow and develop. And and this was a way out or this is the way to do it rather. Um, go doing the long distance relationship is, is so challenging. I mean, I mean, for all you couples out there that, you know, you guys already know, like, 
it's you guys live together and it's still hard to get time to hang out you know when you you know the person's seven thousand kilometers overseas you know it's you don't get to hang out <laughs> there is no hanging out you know yeah so it's you you, you like kind of have to do what you time, yeah yeah you know um but yeah so i did go to slovenia once in february i was there for just about a week and then i came back um to Canada and the plan was for Cynthia and I because you know we both got a taste of traveling together I mean I had fallen in love with it I I mean she, if it weren't for her I wouldn't have done any of the traveling I've done so far I found like a new love for it but yeah we both decided that we wanted to experience more you know and so the plan was uh, one of our goals were to uh, uh, apply uh, for a work visa uh, a one-year visa at uh, in New Zealand so I mean that's that's so far across the world <laughs> But uh, that's similar geography of what we're used to uh, exploring, like hiking-wise. We wanted to get another work visa, you know, experience life together, um, and that was sort of the plan. But obviously, when the pandemic sort of hit, that those plans got halted. Well, we had several plans when COVID hit. You know, the initial plan was we were going to move to Canada together and get jobs here, build a comfortable place to live and stay, uh, something concrete like foundational in which we could then head and continue moving forward with our plans to New Zealand and stuff like that. But then they closed the borders um, and she's not allowed to come to Canada. Still to this day, that's the case. So that's the, one of the main reasons why I was I was the one heading over there. But the plan was to do New Zealand. We were really looking forward to that. And we still are down the road, but uh, the new, new plan is uh, come back here to Toronto, uh, do some quarantine here um, together. So she would come to Toronto when the ban is over. Um, and then we're gonna head out west. West. Yeah, we're thinking like uh, Kelowna, BC. Oh, so you guys are planning yeah. to come back to Canada and stay here. Yes, we are, yeah. The plan is to move out west, man. That is the plan. We really like it there. We really like the, the, the nature. We really like the environment. Um, it's also new to me. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my city. You know, I love my, my family and my friends. It's, that's definitely going to be the, one of the most challenging things to experience is to live away from that. But uh, I got to say, it's going to be very refreshing. I feel like I've experienced almost everything that I need to in this city. And I know that sounds ridiculous because, like, this city is so vast and there's so much to explore and there's a lot of stuff that i haven't even done that tourists have done yeah. in a day yeah. but yeah I, i'm pretty I, I'm, I'm kind of all ttc'd out like i've done it all <laughs> after I'm, I'm kind of there's nothing more that i can i can do for this city there's not much the city can do for me and we're both very uh, comfortable in the type of environment that um bc sort of is you know living in the mountains being able to like hike up do day trips around the area uh, Hawaii's only four hours away, so that's wow. that's a is bonus. It, is uh, it actually from from yeah, yeah from BC? It's like only about like four hours. Yeah, so that's actually very inspiring. Like, you know, I've been trying. Actually, I've been thinking about moving around, like you know, traveling and everything. So I see what you're doing, and I'm just like, wow, you know, like most people they don't do that. Well, you know what? Like I gotta say, yeah, you know, I being for me, I like I said, I, it was all Cynthia that sort of influenced me and exposed me to that type of culture. Um, I did have a love for it. You know, I'm a very positive person. You know, I try to um, I try to experience things genuinely and uh, and open-mindedly. And I don't know what it is. I just get fascinated by new places. It's just it's exciting for me. I, I like to experience that. And uh, like we are we are planning on coming back here, like I said, early January to do our quarantine. Um, and I plan on like looking for work at, at West. Like we're not going to move until I've got we found a like a secured a job placement for me as well as uh, living arrangements for us. That's a that's a great story man and thank thanks you so much for sharing that yeah my pleasure dude i realize it's kind of all over the place of course i would like to obviously you know share more i, I feel like there's a lot to say and i don't know if i necessarily like nailed think, it on the head i think it was great that was a uh, inspiring and 
beautiful story. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's good for the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm gonna end the recording. Uh, do you want to say bye to everyone? And did you have oh, anything yeah. else well, did you want to say? Or uh, I will. I will. I will say. Uh, I will say that like uh, like I said, like it was kind of like all over the place and like. Um, I feel like the things I, I would have to say on specific topics, you know, I could definitely go in a lot more depth and, and uh, make it a lot more um, consumable to digest. But yeah, man, um, listen, I think that it'd be really cool if we could like do certain stories like sort of one by one. If you want to do this in the future again, yeah, I would love to like a, love. Yeah, this is just an yeah. introduction to Adam. Yeah. Reed. Yeah, sick. Okay, guys. Hey, what's yeah. up? Yeah. So thanks for listening. Um, I will say like, you know, a lot of the stuff that I have done is only because of my friends and family that have allowed me to, to get there and, and know that like, you're not, you're not alone and, and you can pretty much do whatever you want, man. I mean, I don't know. I had the opportunity to reinvent myself and, you know, and it was definitely difficult, um, but I love who I am today. And I, again, I wouldn't have been able to do it without my friends and family. So, you know, it's, it seems like a pipe dream doing all this traveling and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's not so much different from like most people like making their way to school and getting their degree, getting the jobs and stuff like that. It's, they, they all come from the same motivation, you know, they all come from the same place. So. For sure. Yeah, it's totally achievable. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I do actually have one story. Have you finished recording it? No, I'm still recording. Okay, all right, listen. So let me tell you this. This is a story. This is actually just a hilarious story. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but this happened in Lake Louise. So in my unit, we were living with like seven people, okay? okay? There's two, one kitchen, two bathrooms, and there's like seven people living in this fucking place. And that's how crammed it is. Like, it's definitely like a frat house. Okay. Um, so you get, to, you get to know the people like really quickly, you know, because you're always in their presence. One of my housemates, <clears throat> the guy from Britain, his name's Sean. One of the funniest people, one of the What's funniest up, blokes. Yeah. <laughs> what's up mate <laughs> he's one of the wildest blokes you'll ever meet <clears throat> now there's this one mountain called um mount temple it's in it's in lake louise it's one of the more challenging hikes um people say it's like one of the most dangerous but the hike itself is about eight hours round trip so it's a full day and the thing is you only there's usually about only a two-week window of the summer of opportunity in which you can actually complete the hike from the time that the snow has just melted till when the new snow is coming in because it's so high up there um yeah. in elevation um wow. <clears throat> now what, like what part of the year is that this is like august end of august like there's only like usually two week opportunity because okay. come september it's already snowing again now you know my housemate was telling me that he was going to go on a hike with some of his friends he left early in the morning i made my way to work <clears throat> i come home from work he's there in the living room with the rest of our housemates and it's all quiet like our housemates are just sort of like stagnant. And at first I thought he was, you know, expressing a story, telling everyone about his day, but everyone was quiet as if they had just seen a ghost. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I'm like, Sean, what's going on? And he says, mate, you're never gonna believe what happened. Right, sit down. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? All right, so he says, all right, I'm going up this hike. We scramble up all the way to the top. We get to the top <clears throat> and we start exploring. And I was, he said he was going down to reach for something, tie a shoe or whatever. And he found this jar up there, okay? It's like this little glass jar that's used, that was clearly used for um, like jam. So he said he had found this thing. And, uh, and uh, he said that, you know, well, this would be a really great place to like stash his weed or whatever. <clears throat> Cause you know, he's a drug dealer. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so he picks it up, takes it. He ends up coming home. He puts the, the jam container like he washes it out in the sink and leaves it on like the sink uh counter to dry 
and that, that was basically about like five minutes prior to me showing up I show up um, and, I, and obviously everyone's in awe I'm like so why is everyone like acting like this yeah. he says mate I left the container on the dryer rack and the housemate one of our other housemates picked it up and yeah. looked at it and there was a sticker on there he says mate take a look at it I look at this sticker okay <laughs> it's, a, it's a picture of this old man and it says rest in peace John Beatty year this to this <laughs> no <laughs> bro <laughs> they were the ashes of somebody somebody's actual ashes were left at the top of the mountain and Sean rinsed his ashes down the drain of the Lake Louise ski resort bro bro and, and I was I could I couldn't help but laugh I was like oh my god Sean how the fuck do you not notice this like so oh he just dumped it in the sink he washed it he just washed the ashes down the drain <laughs> Bro, it was the funniest thing. I was like, oh my God. And anyway, we didn't know what to do with it. At first, we started freaking out. We're like, this is bad juju. Like, we need to go drop this off. We got to take this back to the mountain. So the thing is, we didn't... The thing is, the opportunity had passed. Nobody could go back up the mountain because it had snowed that that, following day. So at that (laughs) point, we were screwed. So basically, we paid our respects and we made like this mantelpiece like above the TV and we put him in the middle and put some candles around it and which just sort of gave him a special little spot in the house. Wait, so you still there today? Uh, probably. I hope so. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, rest in peace, John Beatty. Rest in peace, John Beatty. That was a good story. Good storytelling. And thanks for the story. I think everyone yeah. uh, will appreciate it. So. My pleasure all entirely. So, yeah. All right, great. Um, I'm going right. to stop recording. Say bye. Later, guys. All right, bye, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Take care.